<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. It is me, it is me, your girl Labor Lee, aka Cat Lee, and you have now turned on to Ambitiously the Podcast. Yep, you have turned in. Um, so usually I just fly off the top of the dome on this particular day, but let me let you know first and foremost. Okay, awesome, Doc. Thank you, baby, for letting me know. Let me um start by saying this. Um, hold on, let me put my baby doc on the screen. Let me start by saying today. Ooh, it's an interesting day. Today is Wet and Wild Wednesday. Today is the day that we get into the things that have us sometimes wet, sometimes wired. Um, today, today is more so of a wired type of day because I said I wanted to um, reiterate on something that we already spoke about. Yeah, we wired before Turkey Day, but we got to get it out. Uh, we got to get it out. And I think I'm going to play one video also um, before we leave this evening as well. Um, just to, you know, in, in, in celebration that we got um, Bomb coming on, on, on the uh, show on December the 5th. Make sure you're here to check that out as well. Um, but let's get into it. So um, I wanted to start by asking you guys, do any, oh, my, my fit is cute. Hey, hi, thanks. You know, I try to throw it on. Oh, good. See, we matching, baby. We twinning, we twinning, Doc. We twinning. Hold on, let me climb my, gotta get my mouse back here. Y'all know I'll be on more than one screen. Okay, here we go. I got it together. Um, we twinning, babe. We twinning. Ow. Uh, wait, hold up. Before I get into it. We twinning, yep. Oh, snap. Same color. You know, that's a good color right here. I don't think people people got to explore your, your color palette options, you know. Um, I'm chocolate, so, you know, I try to play with colors. Um, wearing it for the family living Room feast. Okay, so you went at the mall. I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. I don't think I'm getting cute tomorrow because I'm cooking. I got two beautiful rotis, um, two beautiful chickens that we got from the farm not too far from my house. Um, so they're fresh, um, you know, non tainted chickens. And I'm going to rotisserie the, both those bad boys tomorrow. So I'm excited about it. Mm, nice size, nice size, size bird. I'm ready for that. Um, but anyway, uh, let me get off my, my, my little family feast tomorrow. But um, so I wanted to know if anybody remembers, uh, you know, I'm... My coffee is a whole hoodie and some sweatpants, baby, and they don't even match at all. That's my coffee. So, and socks, and maybe a pair of Crocs. <laughs> That's my coffee. I don't know about other people's coffee, but my coffee is that, and especially because I'm cooking. So, I don't know, you know what I mean? But whatever. All right, let's get into it. So, does anybody remember the movie Get Him to the Greek? Um, it starred Russell Brand, Jonah Hill, um, Rose, Bur um, is that Brown, and Diddy, specifically Diddy. I, I said them just because they were other people in the movie, the actual movie, but specifically Diddy was in this movie. And in this movie, Diddy was exactly what he is in his everyday way of life um a ceo of uh, um a, a record label or the president or ceo of a record label um or record company um dealing with his artists but in dealing with his artists in that movie if that movie is so like that movie was the truth without even let, like we didn't know it was the truth but 
now that we look at the things that we're talking about, it kind of goes together a little bit. So listen, his mission was to keep Russell Brand, who was the artist, the um the the the, the song, the song, the song that well, the singer, the artist, um, to get Russell Brand to a venue called The Greek. And in that he gets Jonah Hill to get exactly you know where I'm going with this. Let me put this on the screen real quick. But Jonah Hill's whole mission is to get him to the Greek by any means necessary, including pumping him up. Because I think in the movie, Russell Brand had like a clarity moment where he didn't want to do any of that shit no more, but pumping him up with Narcotti um, to get him to a specific location. So in, in other words, to get him to do what it is that he wanted him to do, including... Um, you smoke a Jeffrey. Yeah, a Jeffrey. Uh-huh, a Jeffrey. Um, so, yeah, who doesn't like a person named Jeffrey? Exactly. So we know what movie I'm talking about. And the reason why I bought this movie up, because one, for one, we got to keep getting into this this case with him and Cassie because just because they settled um, does not mean... It has not brought light to the situation. Rugs in the shower, right? Um, but that doesn't mean we stop shedding light on the situation because there's so many ironic scenarios and situations that have been brought to light, but now they all connect well to the piece of the puzzle, which is Diddy. He's the piece of the chaotic, monstrous, devilish puzzle he is so i brought that movie up to bring light to that because he was everything in that movie of what he was so no wonder he played the role so well he was talking about the rug on the wall and how it it, it felt like (laughs) whatever um but he played that role really well and now we understand why he played played that role so well so the last we spoke on this case because i ain't dropping this and not only the reason why the title of the show is definitely wired got my hands on all the court docs is because i do not only do i have my hands on the court documents for this diddy case with cassie I have the court documents from the Drew Dixon case with L.A. Reid. I also have the documents from Diddy's constituent, um, who also became the president of Bad Boy, um, Harve Pierre. And then there's other cases that are coming up. So we got some things to get into because this is really, really interesting. Um, And I don't know... If it's going to stop for a while, so we're going to keep talking about it. Things hitting in plain sight get overlooked. Exactly. And get them to the Greek was one of those scenarios where it was hidden in plain sight. Exactly. So anyway, last we left off, we went through the things that um, Cassie was accusing Diddy of in this in this suit. Now, mind you, the this, this suit was a civil suit. Um, <laughs> Press play, the pass flat. Listen, um, so the last thing that we spoke on was the Narcotti scenario, which was um, he introduced Miss Ventura into a lifestyle of excessive alcohol. We're going to talk about that too. Um, substance abuse and required her to procure illicit prescriptions to satisfy his own addictions. So when he was having, when he gave that little speech, when he received that award and at the end, Cassie helped me through some dark times. I'm guessing those were his dark times. Hi, Rock, honey. I see you in the building. Hello, sugar. Hello, sugar, sugar. Hi, how are you? Um. So, yeah, back to what I was saying. Yeah, I'm guessing those were the hard times that he was speaking of, right? So, um, the document goes on to say, and let me put this on so y'all can know that I'm reading a document. I'm reading this document from actual, hold on, I don't even know. 
the way I wanted this set up. So let me get that right. Um, and then we'll get back into this. Okay, that's how I wanted to set up. So number four, Miss Ventura and Ms. met Mr. Combs in 2005 when he well, when she was 19 and he was 37 years old. The age gap alone, honey, is crazy to me. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. I, I just got to touch on that. He signed her to his label, Bad Boy Records, and within a few years, lured Miss Ventura into um, a fast-paced and drug-fueled lifestyle, um, an ostentatious lifestyle, and into a romantic relationship with him. Her boss, one of the most powerful men in the entertainment industry, and a vicious, cruel, and controlling man, nearly two decades her senior. I, let me tell you, um, let's, we, let's just dive into that. So you've seen that too. Hold on to me, because I want I want you to keep up with me while I'm doing this, while I'm reading this. All right. Um, it's very important. Some good things to say. This is what I'm saying. It's a lot more than like, everybody keep going to the money grab situation. But it's a lot more in this situation just just the money grab. It's a money grab for sure, but it's it's deeper than that. That's why I said we gotta dive into it so we can understand what my thought process is in this situation too. And I think it's better if I explained it while I was giving my process. Um, dark times you need painkillers. Share them, Cassie and my Diddy voice. <laughs> Doc, you said <laughs> Doc. 10 albums is crazy. No cap. Exactly. So, um, the thing about, listen, I don't have no issue with um, men dating younger women, just like I don't have an issue with women dating younger men. But there is a cap on that shit. Um, excuse my language. There is a cap on that. And the reason why I say that, because it's a certain level. When the person is 20 to 25 years your junior is really it looks crazy it looks crazy it looks crazy it looks like what it is one is that you are being her sugar daddy and she's being your sugar baby which is fine whatever floats your boats but when it's coerced by fueling this person with narcotic and alcohol to make it happen is bullshit. And you look dumb. And in this case, he looks dumb. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He looks stupid. You had to do all of that to get a, a chick. All right, I got eight. I know. I, I'm sorry, Doc. I, I, I'm sorry, Doc. I tried to contain it, but it's hard with this particular case. <laughs> it is. All right, I got eight minutes, though. All right. I'm on track. Um, Diddy with Carisha still okay? No, even that looked dumb. But it looks dumber. It looks dumber on her behalf because of how hard she goes for this situation. You feel me? Um, but it looks dumb on his behalf because, you. again, I, I don't judge people who date younger people. I've dated people who were younger than me. Um, not by 20 years ever. Um, I'm gonna be honest, I got my limits. Maybe five, maybe I might could do, and that depends on his maturity level. But I can't do 20 to 25 years, my, my, um, you know, my, 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 you know, somebody that young. I can't do that. That's too young. We have nothing in common and it's going to be little young dumb stuff that you do that's going to get on my last nerve and I don't want to feel like I'm raising my child but for some some people I'm not just going to um, target men because I hate when that's done to women so I'm not going to do it to men. There are some people that like that because um, it's a matter of control the younger they are, the dumber they are. So, you know, and I can get over and I can do more and I can force them to do things in which I want them to be done. I mean, or done. And then, and plus they'll be done. You know what I'm saying? 
it's stupid. It doesn't make sense. And then at the end of the day, um, you're going to wind up being frustrated with the situation anyway. Cougar, is that a big, is that a big problem? I'm not a cougar. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I did, I'm not a cougar. I, I wouldn't consider my myself a cougar. I've been called a MILF. Never a cougar, though. Um, never a cougar. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't like that cougar thing. I'm not chasing. Yeah, cougars chase. I don't chase. They chase me. So, yeah, no. I'm not a cougar. That's not a big prayer. Um, so let's get back into this. I don't want to take too too much time on a cougar statement. I'm not, a, I don't chase though. Um, so Mr. Combs, um, asserted complete, um, asserted complete control over Miss Ventura's personal and professional life, there, thereby ensuring her inability to escape his hold. He provided, um, unprecedented. Um, unprecedented avenues for success for the aspiring artist, but in return demanded obedience, loyalty, and silence. Ooh, daddy child, daddy, daddy, daddy child. I'm not going to keep scrolling, but y'all know we looking up. The, the document is here, and I, I will be posting it. Um, but I want to jump through this a little bit. So um, throughout their relationship, Mr. Combs was prone to uncontrollable rage, Um, hold that rage part right there. Yeah, we're gonna get to your comment in a minute, Doc. Hold the rage part. So, um, uncontrollable rage and um, frequently beat Miss Ventura savagely. These beatings were witnessed by Mr. Combs's staff and employees of Bad Boy Entertainment and Mr. Combs' related businesses, but no one dared to speak against the um, frightening and ferocious boss. Woo, child, because why would they? See, because I need... We're going to get through these next couple of things, and then I'm going to jump to his constituent. Um, But why would... I got to put it all together. Following these um episodes of horrific abuse, Mr. Combs would immediately attempt to hide Miss Ventura and the evidence of his violent rage. He often showered her with gifts following the incidents of physical violence and typical pattern of behavior of a serial abuser. That's what they do. They buy you shit. They buy you stuff. I'm trying to keep my composure. I'm trying to. They buy you stuff. That's what they do. Um, in addition to physical assault, Mr. Combs frequently reminded Miss Ventura of his ability to cause serious harm, whether by requiring her to um, whether by requiring her to carry his firearm in her purse, or by blowing up a car of a musician that was romantically romantically interested in Miss Ventura. Adding insults to injury, Mr. Combs used illegal um, substances and, to, uh, and threats of violence to force Miss Ventura into repeated unwanted, unwanted encounters with male sex workers. I can't reword that anyway. And that's, that's, that's the crazy part to me, that, that, that statement. I'm going to get to that, too. So over the years that Mr. Combs abused Miss Ventura physically and sexually, um, she again and again tried to escape his tight hold over her life. Every time she hid Mr. Combs' vast network of um, corporations and affiliate entities found her. And those who worked for Mr. Combs' companies implored her to return to him. Many went as far as to explicitly state that her failure to return to Mr. Combs would hinder her success in the entertainment industry. Um, when she believed, listen, I don't know what is going on with the Nets. Uh, when she believed that he had finally separated, um, she when she had finally like when she believed that she had finally separated from her long term abuser, she joined Mr. Combs for dinner. After which he forced her, um, forced her into her home, and took her. He, he took took it, um, while she reportedly said no and tried to push him away. So, 
<clears throat> I had to get all, all that off my chest real quick. Oh, I just, I'm trying, Doc. I'm trying. This is a lot to take in. No chase, AU, big purr. I'm big purr. Hold on. <laughs> get my girl right real quick. AU, big purr. Big purr. AU, big purr. Um, I'm trying to hold my composure right now, but um, it's very hard when something like this. So there's a couple of things I wanted to revisit. So, um, <laughs> he wanted, <laughs> he wanted, because we already talked talked about the, the the older men with younger women. It's always going to be chaotic when you think about it, but it is what it is. Some men like younger women, and that's fine. That's fine. Um, it's just like I said, when it's coerced, when it's violent, when it's ugly. It's dumb. It's stupid. Like, what are you doing all of that for? Um, and allegedly, you did that with a couple of other people, too. Baby mama number one and baby mama number two. Um, but let's keep it moving, because there's other things I wanted to, to talk about. So, Cassie not being able to escape his hold. Um, if you look at the scenario, all those years, that 10 years that she was with him, in hindsight, kind of, sort of, she did look like a hostage. You feel me? He always brought her out to the extra. Well, first it was Kim Porter, baby mama number two. He always had at the event, certain events with him. But then he got Cassie. And then Cassie was at all the um, formal events that he had going on. And um, I don't know. She always looked scared to me at all of these events. She did. She, um... Yeah, she always looks scared, get scared to me at these events. She was locked into a 10, 10 record, um, 10 album record deal and an employee and employee of his companies. Exactly. She was. But not only that, like the other stuff, like the personal stuff, like, all right, I'm locked in for 10 years. I mean, 10 albums and whatever, and I'm an employee of the company, but that don't mean I got to accompany you to accompany you to all of the events. That means I got to show up to company events. Not, I have to show up with you. Uh, I have to be where you are. I have to be on camera when you say I'm on camera. Like that, that's the difference. So when it says that she was um, able to escape him, yes, I believe that part. I do. Um, money, unfortunately, is motivation, especially if I assume you taking care of your fam. Yeah. But we're going to get into that a little bit deeper. We're going to dive a little bit deeper. I'm going to dive a little bit deeper, Doc. Not that simple. Um, So I wanted to talk about she did look like she was under duress a little bit. Okay. Avenues and some, um, but he demanded, in return, he demanded obedience, loyalty, and silence. Silence being the big, big word. Silence. Um, who was a boss and who was an employee. Listen, he demanded silence. So whatever I say to you, whatever I do to you, you got to be quiet about it. Um, and she did have an NDA that is up as well. Um, so also I wanted to get into, so I wanted to talk about that throughout their relationships. Oh, uncontrollable rage. So there are examples of where you've seen Diddy go off. Um, specifically uh, with the the choreographer that he had um, when they was doing Making the, making the Band. Um, there was an incident where, you know, it went haywire and Michael Bivens was in the room and it was like a whole situation. There's an audio of it. I won't play it because I'm not getting in trouble. But you can look it up on, you know what I mean, whatever, because they are on this type of, I don't care how many viewers I have or how many followers I have or how many people download. When it comes to this kind of conversation, they pay attention. So you got to watch what you do. Um, so I agree, silence becomes the scary part. Exactly. I got to be quiet about whatever and with that, um, what is her name? Um, Gibson. Her last name is Gibson. Um, but she's a choreographer for Bad Boy Entertainment. 
And in that melee, um, he did, she didn't do something the way he wanted it done and it wasn't done properly. And he didn't feel like the girls had practiced enough in their choreography and it turned into an argument. And you hear in the melee her saying to him, I'm not scared of you, but then like a whole bunch of stuff went down. Um, so there have been instances where you can see Diddy flying off the handle, you feel me? Um, and I guess he tried to clean that up and then it don't help with the whole shine situation and all of that. Like, I guess, yeah, I know I can play audio and I, um, I can play visual too, as long as I put my butt, it's not as deeper than that, unless you're worried about Puff too. I'm worried about, it's bigger than Puff. This is, because when she filed this, this, look, go, let me, let me say this, right? It's way bigger than Puff. It's people out here that will try to take Whatever you got going down, let me just bring this back to the top because I want us to be aware that this is bigger than Puff. It's people that are on this list. And listen to who's being sued. Sean Combs, Bad Boy Entertainment, Bad Boy Records, Epic Records, um, Combs Enterprise, and Doe Corpse. Who the hell is Doe, um, Doe Corpse? I, I'm trying to tell you. It's... Um, it's crazy out here. So I watch what I say and how I move with certain things. I rather, I rather, um, read to you what I can read to you and, and, and keep telling the story than motherfuckers. Oh, we're going to get her in trouble because she did this or she did that. The old new edition videos, if it isn't love. <laughs> but anyway, so... There has been evidence of that um, visually. We've all seen it making a band. You can go back and check the clip where that happened. Um, and it don't make no sense for me to play. If I don't play the the visual with that audio, it makes little to no sense because you can't see the behavior. But he does display, um, He well, from what she's saying and alleging, he did um, display a lot of... Um, serial abuser tendencies that's what they do and trust me your girl would not um that's what they do after they do crazy stuff to you then they try to you know mushy it up and give you things and buy you things oh i bought you these sneakers i thought you would like them oh i bought this necklace for you i thought you would love it i bought this i bought that they do that type of stuff but it is what it is um and so they meet a girl like me who's a fighter and it's to the death, niggas, to the death. Um, but anyway, so um, the male sex workers thing is like all these, I don't know, I just, male sex workers, uh, I was kind of like, but then, and then I thought about this a little bit, like what is this, Fifty Shades of Diddy? Like what is this? Male sex workers, ew, and that's the woman you called your girl. Like you was, you want your girl to be sleeping with male sex workers. You don't know what they got going on. You don't know how that's, and the way to describe how the situations was put together, it don't seem like they was getting the sex workers tested, unless they was asking them for the uh, the paperwork before they even engaged in a situation. Like ew, a male sex worker. Really, Diddy? Really? Really? Um, what time? Where we at on time? All right. So let me just... I don't know. All right. So I think we're going to do the L.A. Read one um, next Wednesday. Because there is a lot that is going on with this. Because it's not only just Diddy being... Well, who was being sued, but now he's not being sued anymore because they settled. But now we got his homeboy, Pierre. Um, <laughs> Mr. Pierre, let's talk about him a little bit too. We gotta get into his business a little bit too. So, Harpierre, if you don't know who Harpierre, Harpierre has been riding with Diddy, um, for the longest right about now, and it's been crazy. There's things I assume if you have access to money, what males can do. Vicarious, uh, yeah, um, voyeuristic. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing with this case with Diddy. Um, they make it very clear that he's into voyeurism. You feel me? They make that very clear. And again, 
I'm not knocking anybody for their preference. I'm not knocking anybody for the things that they like. I have some freaky fetishes myself, and I ain't going to tell you, whatever. We People are different out here. It's nothing wrong with a little kinky kinkiness. That's where we go wrong with the conversation. It's not about the lifestyle that he likes to live. It's about and the way in which he goes about living that lifestyle. That's the wrong part. If he did any of the things that she said that he did, which I believe that, um, which I believe that he did because it fits with everything that he is. It's the approach in which he went about it. You don't have to give nobody no drugs to make them, you know what I mean, want to find the right kind of person that gets down with your kinkiness and you can get down with their kinkiness. Do that. Forcing yourself upon somebody. Find somebody who wants to. How about that? But, like, really? You gotta... Forcing somebody into a 10-album deal which is going to take forever to complete, you feel me, in order for them to be with you and for you to find, for them to be attracted to you, then you got to drug them right afterwards. Like, that's crazy. You look dumb. You look real stupid. Sorry, Diddy. I'm just here to say, and I don't care about that. I say what I say. But you look stupid. But I know what they be doing. They be trying to shut people down, and I ain't got time for that. Cat, don't kink shame. I absolutely do not. Why would I? Why would I? Why would I? We into what we into. Like, who who are you to judge anybody for the things that they like? That's that's bullshit. That's some bullshit, and you know that's some bullshit. No, I'm not can shame shaming nobody. Full and enthusiastic cons- um, consent is the standard. I'm just saying, all the other stuff is bullshit. But anyway, so we have this scenario here. Oh, actually, I was supposed to go to my email address because the people who recorded um reported the story first was Roland Sloan. Um well actually where am I gonna go? I'm gonna go. Um the, the first people to report the story was Rolling Stone magazine. Um and uh, it's a lot to get into when it comes to that as well. But um a former bad boy president. I'll read it from my phone, and then I can that way I can flip back up because it's more. It's more than this. It's more. Um. So, hold on. The former bad boy president label sued for also sexual assault and negligent. Um. An ex assistant of Harv Pierre claims that he used his position of authority as her boss um, to groom, exploit, and sexually assault her. Um, I will be getting to that case as well. I'm not going to go all the way into it today because I made it a point. Like, these cases are flying out. But so we're going to get into that case as well. I got that court document. And I'm working on getting this court document too. And all of this is happening in NYC because why is it happening in NYC? Because the statute of limitations will be up after Thanksgiving. So, Jamie Foxx is being accused of a rooftop sexual assault that allegedly happened eight years ago in NYC. I ain't done. I ain't done. I'm not done. I'm not done. I'm absolutely not fucking done. I swear I'm not. Um. Oh, yeah, sticky fingers. But, but, but wait, it gets worse. Onyx, period, period. And I'm not done. So you would think I would be done, but I'm not done. I'm absolutely not. I got more. So it's going to be more dockets that we will be covering. And I ain't only covering the black ones either. I'm covering... I got somebody else for y'all on this docket too. Hold on. I'm covering everybody. I'm covering everybody who's out here being foul and stinky and nasty. I'm covering it. You doing foul shit, I'm covering it. And you just better be ready for me to cover it because I'm covering it. So we we just talked about Jamie Foxx. They got him. We just talked about Harv. They got him. They working on him. Not only that, a unnamed woman filed a lawsuit against Interscope Records founder Jimmy Iovine 
for sexual abuse as well. And um, yeah. Also, baby, also in the city of New York, NYC. All of this is going down in in New York right now. Everybody putting their claims in um, before the statute of limitation is up. That set a precedent. It did. It did, it did, it did. Um, Yeah, set a precedent. And then also with this Diddy situation, all the, like, all the um, partners that he started, that he had business with, he, oh, that's Dennis thinking. So, Macy's um, decided to phase out the Sean John um, brand from their stores, um, which they had a two-decade partnership. One is, like, who's really wearing Sean John anymore anyway? But Diddy's clothing brand, Sean John, will no longer be carried in Macy's with an insider connected to the retail um, giant stating exclusively that the rapper's label won't um be able um um the label um so his label won't be available in the department store um on the department store's website effective this month this month yeah it's it's not a game it's more than that because also then we got um you know the uh he won't be the face of Dillion tequila anymore as well. They cut that short. That's dead and stinking. Um, oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. How the dominoes fall. It's a lot. It's a lot going on. Is this a hip-hop Me Too moment? I don't know what this is. I know whoever's out there doing foul... Nah, it's whoever's doing foul shit. If you're doing foul shit, you gotta catch this heat. And that's real talk. Um, is everybody talking about it though? The pressure is on, and there was um some footage and some photos taken of Diddy recently, right after this Cassie situation, and he was looking distressed, honey. He was looking real distressed. Um, situation is bad for business, Doc. You are correct. It is bad for business, and I try to tell people, um, a lot of people don't realize. Like, a lot of people, like, talk about corporations, even with the whole Kanye situation. Everybody was talking about, oh, well, they shouldn't be shutting down, but it looks bad for the brand overall um, if, you know what I mean? Like, you got somebody out there saying crazy stuff, doing crazy stuff, doing horrible shit. It looks bad for the brand all around because you want your brand to represent people globally you feel like you want people of all walks of life to be able to move towards your brand and if you got somebody who represents your brand looking out here looking crazy then you gotta cut them short and then on top of that as far as the um the dillion and Ciroc, the company that's um you know um you know the actual company who provides those you know measures uh, for him to have, you know, some kind of say so within Dillion and somehow some kind of say so within Ciroc. Um, it's not good to have like he still has a partner. Well, he had he was giving them flacking. He was suing them, so it's a win win for them. He was suing them. It's a win win for them. They got rid of his ass. Now they got a real reason. Oh, they, you, they said you did this. Now your ass got to go. It was a win-win for him. For them. Um, and now Harv done got caught up. And now um, you got Jimmy Iovine in this situation. I will have those dockets as well. Yeah, we're going to talk about all of them. But, you know, you can't have somebody out here fucking up your brand. I don't give a fuck who you are. You got to go. You got to fucking go. If I'm building a brand... It is not my care that you going through something personal. You're not going to be out here trying to destroy the brand, trying to ruin it. No, you got to go and the brand will continue. I'm a firm believer in that. Trust me, this is why I don't have my original co-host anymore. No, there's no allowing you to come in and destroy the the brand. And yes, Doc, it's definitely all about diversity. As a business as 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 a as a as a business owner, as a CEO, as a president, 
your job is to make sure that the brand of the company is up to par. And your job is to make sure that the company moves accordingly as a business, a successful business. And if somebody is a part of that company that could bring down the the the, the beautiful brand that you are building, then they got to get the fuck out of here. Disperse. They got to go. They got to go. Yeah, they got to go. And he was already giving them problems. So they was ready for his ass to get out of there. But the Macy's thing, I could see that too. As a, as a business owner, I could see that too. Who is really wearing Sean John anymore? Now, people overseas maybe, but nobody in America anyway. Like, that's not even a thing. Nobody worries about it. Unless it's the suits. I could see the suits possibly because I heard he made some slick suits. But ain't nobody wearing like the athletic wear or none of that. Yeah, disperse back. They got to disperse. Business for the sake of business is over. It's, it's over. It all. Yeah. Yeah, disperse. They got to go. They got to go. Disperse. You're not going to really fuck up my business. I, I, I fuck with you if you support whatever I got going on. But what I'm not going to do is just let you come here and fuck up my shit. Go build your own shit and then fuck that shit up. Don't come over here trying to fuck my shit up. So I, I, that's why they're there. But a lot of things is happening right now. So we going to stay. Sean John does have business attire. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Maybe like the suits, but not the athletic attire. Nobody's buying that shit no more. Nobody. But maybe people still buy a good Sean John suit. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen any um, anybody I know in the business world rock a Sean John shoot suit, but whatever. You know, they're audacious. They're a little flashy. They got a look to them. So you would know a Sean John suit if you saw one. And I've not seen not a one person wear a Sean John suit, nor any athletic wear either. Um, but yeah. So, yeah. So, let me see. You did Diddy, Pierre, L.A. And Jimmy Iovine. Don't forget him. Did him, too. But I do them how I did this just yet. Because um, it's more to get into. I have, like I said, I have the uh, the docket, the court dockets for all of these cases that I'm bringing up. And um, I have the Diddy. I have the L.A. I have the Pierre. Um, I'm working on the um, Jamie Foxx and the Jimmy Iovine as well. And if any other ones come up, then uh, <laughs> we on it. I think um, that's where we're going with the White and Wild Wednesday these days because we got to talk about this nasty-ass, trifling-ass bullshit they got going on out here in the world. Oh, I got to do this. Got to do that. I got to do it. We gotta talk about this nasty ass bullshit. And the lioness is coming out. So yeah, I'm ready. Oddly, um, I'd probably wear a Steve Harvey suit. <laughs> so I'm saying I don't know nobody um that wears Sean John suits. I don't know anybody. Um, and yeah, I would probably go with the Steve Harvey too. He be his suits a little bit that more dapper, in my opinion. I don't know why, but I probably would. I don't know, a little bit that more dapper, in my opinion. Um, yeah, big part. Like, don't. Mm-mm. So we want to talk about these. Now, I didn't finish covering this, Cassie, because I'm trying to stay mindful of time, and I got birds to prep. But um, I didn't finish this Cassie situation because it gets graphic. It gets real, real graphic. Like, they talk about what he says, and I'm quite sure other people have covered all of that um, kind of stuff. Um. There's a lot of things we've seen over the years, but I'm that's why I'm not going to do all of the doc. I just wanted to get into some of the the basics of what this this case was about when it comes to the Diddy situation. And the more stuff that comes out, I'm going to keep talking about it, but I'm not going to keep reading the whole docket. Um, now, our next read will be the <laughs> L.A. read situation. Oh, that's so weird that I said it like that. But that'll be the next docket we will cover because I have that one too. Let me just put y'all down real quick. Hold on. Let me say, let me put y'all down real quick. Um, I have that too. Um, 
And that's a very interesting read as well. Let me see. Y'all can see what I'm... Yeah, yeah I have that too. <laughs> very, very interesting. Interesting read as well. So we're going to get into that next Wet and Wyatt Wednesday. And I'm going to go through a lot of that because I'm saving that just specifically for Wet and, um, Wet and Wyatt Wednesday. So that's probably not going to be in any of the Media Monday coverage um, that probably won't be on the gab beat because I'm going to dissect that motherfucker. You hear me? I am. But it's definitely time to get to the love notes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to dissect that motherfucker. I'm going to Ooh, scalpel. I'm, I'm on it. Let's get to the love notes. Love plus show notes equals love notes. I used to just call it love. Doc kept calling my stack of paper show notes. We argued for a little bit. We came to the compromise and the compromise is that it's now called love notes. If you do not know, hold on, let me fix my screen real quick. We look a crazy out here. We look a real crazy out here. Um, if you do not know, the love notes are specifically dedicated to the people that download this podcast, my listening audience. Um, But I want to give a shout out to anybody who's watched this podcast from Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, booze. Um, But these people right here, they go and they faithfully download this podcast. They show me all the love. And so it's all love. Nothing but love. It's all love, man. Thank you for all of the love. Shout out to my top six, the United States, the United Kingdom, Indonesia, Indonesia. um, India, I'm sorry, I said Indonesia, um, France, Canada, and Belgium. I'm messing up because I want to get this off the screen because it always chops stuff off. <coughs> Russia, Indonesia, Japan, New Zealand, Australia, Turkey, Switzerland, Germany, Mexico, Austria, um, Austria, Philippines, Kenya, I love you babies, Pakistan, Romania, South Africa, Nigeria, Brazil, Netherlands, Singapore, Spain, Japan, Ireland, Nepal. I love you all. I do, I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, Mauritius, Israel, Hong Kong, China, Poland, um, Tunisia, Venezuela, Czech Republic, Portugal, and Morocco. I love you too. I didn't say Portland today. (laughs) I said Portugal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was saying that for a minute. You know why? It was because let me um stop doing this. And maybe if I fix my screen a little bit, it was stuff going on in Portugal. You know? I need to tell you the stuff going on. All right, Ian, yeah, look a little better now. Um <laughs> I got it together though. I got it together. Um Doc said I love um I love a compromise that means communication is established. I mean, it's all about communication. If you can't communicate with a person, then you are really you can't do anything else. Communication is key, and that's really it. Really is in all walks of life. Um, parenting, dealing with family relationships, jobs, business, just every day. It's communication is key. Um. Portland, remember that. I didn't say Portland this time, dude. I, I, ma- I made it a point to say Portugal. <laughs> I made it a point. I'm trying, you know, sometimes my head is in a million places, so you know, I get a little twisted in thought, but I'm human, and I'm being, you know, I'm human, and I'm honest, so I'm, I'm honest in my humanity. But, um, yeah. Um, but to my top six. I love y'all. Y'all know I love y'all more than anything. Um, so I'm sorry that I messed up. I fumbled a little bit, but um, I promise it'll get better. It'll get better. Um, so yeah, that's that. It's a lot going on right now, y'all. I just don't know what is happening. Um, well, no, I know what's happening. It is, I don't think the Me Too movement was just the Hollywood movement. I think it was an all around because you know all of these industries interact with each other. The music celebrities interact with the, I mingle with the, the, the Hollywood celebrities. Like they're all a one for real, for real. And then 
sometimes music um, musicians transition into actors, and sometimes actors transition into musicians, and lately comedy too. But at the end of the day, like they are all one. So I think the Me Too movement goes throughout all of the industry, the entertainment industry in itself. Um, so that's that. Uh, child, 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 child. Um, top, <laughs> top flight. Cat flies high. Um, she want to make um, pies. I don't want to make no pie. I'm not making no pie. I'm just doing, and I ain't doing no turkey either. Um, the turkey be dry and it take too long to get rid of. I'm doing chicken. Um, turkeys can't fly high. <laughs> no, nor can chicken. <laughs> But yeah, I ain't doing no turkeys and I ain't making the pies. Usually my mom dukes handles the pie game. Love it. And they're delicious. So why would I mess that up? I'm just saying. <laughs> we worldwide catch the vibe. Um, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I feel like I'll be, you know, giving y'all some information. You feel me? I feel like I put on a little show. So, with that being said, let me say the things that I'm supposed to say. Thank you, Doc. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> If you would like to come on the show, if you would like to drop your freestyle for um, Two Thorough Thursday freestyle battle, um, um, you feel me? Like, if you're not... If, I don't know if they're not entertained, but I don't see why they wouldn't be. But anyway, if you would like to come on the show, you have suggestions, you're looking for enter- um, advertisement, you're looking for entertainment, um, you're looking for sponsorship um, situations, if you just want to say hi, you have suggestions, whatever the case may be, hit us up at ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com, ambitiouslythepodcast at gmail.com. I am going, we might go a little bit over the night, Doc. So don't don't pay me no mind because I said I'm going to play this video. I am. Um, yeah, I have permission to play the video, by the way. Um, <laughs> by the way, join the conversation, drop a comment, call in, or text 443-850-4828-443-850-4828. Or you can ask me to drop the link. Only way I'm letting you in is if by chance. You're on your best behavior. That's it. That's plain and simple. Um, Doc, I'm going to let you do the, that thing that you did last. That's on you. I'm not doing that no more. Um, please remember to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. We need every like, every share, and every subscription. Gladly appreciate it. Much love. And I will shout you out as soon as I see it. Um, even if it's the next show, I will shout you out if I see it. Um <sighs> Check out our website, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com, www.ambitiouslyentertainment.com. I hate to put up the, the donation thing because it's like on the screen underneath my name. Um, it's there, so I don't feel like I should have to put it up there. But by chance, if you can't see it right now, it's on the bottom of the screen. You can donate. Join our coffee community, um, coffee.com, ambitiouslyent, slash ambitiouslyent. Make sure you do that. I think we settled on coffee and got past Patreon, but whatever. We'll see. I might still use Patreon for something else. <clears throat> um, Big shout out to my DJ. Go DJ, because that's my DJ. You ain't do nothing, baby. I'm just letting you know I'm not putting that on the screen. Um, go DJ, because that's my DJ. I'm Ru Casey. Big shout out to him. I got to let him know that I did get the mix because he, he don't play with me. He be like, um, did you get it? And he sent me a text while I was on the show. To make sure that I got it, I got it. I'm, I, I got it. It was a hard ass fucking mix, and I can't wait for y'all to hear it. Um, which will be on Fire Friday. We'll be back on Fire Friday. No thorough Thursday this Thursday because it is time that you're supposed to spend with your family, and that's what I'm gonna do. Um, yeah, you do. You definitely keep me on time, babe. I appreciate you. Um, you got stuff to cook. I do got stuff to cook. You gotta eat good tomorrow, and I'm not. I'm a foodie. Um, make sure you hit the like button. Yeah, big shout out to my DJ, Rukezy A. And you didn't do anything, Doc. I'm just not putting that on the screen no more. I can't be serving inside loyalty to outside. I'm just not doing that anymore. Every now and again, I give a shout out, but I'm just not doing that. 
That's all. Um, but other than that, you didn't and you didn't do nothing just then. You just don't know. You didn't know. So I wouldn't even blame you for that. Like, no, I'm just not doing that. I'm just like, you know from now on that I'm not doing that no more. I'm not promoting what is not a part of my conglomerate. Um, what is not really an associate to, to, to this organization is not going to be promoted. You feel me? And that's just that. Um, so <laughs> that's that. Um, and I seen some shady petty shit that I ain't liking. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing that no more. Anyway, so um, yeah, um, and I'm just as petty, so it works out. Um, it works out that way. But yeah, so that's that. Now I'm gonna play. Oh no, do you want to play? I want to play the video. Maybe I'll save the video for Friday because then that's all like a a whole musical day. I say the video for Friday, but I will tell you this. I will tell you this, and then I will play the other promotion right afterwards. First things first is that you got to know that we got the boy Bomb Baltimore back. That boy Bomb coming through on December the 5th at 9.30. He is definitely coming through. We're going to sit down, have a conversation, catch up with him on what he has going on in the current, maybe talk about some things of the past. Who knows? We're just going to have a conversation, but we're going to kick it. And I'm honored that he put me on his promotional junket. So thanks. Thanks, Bomb. See you on the fifth. Um, no, I'm going to be Patty Boots. Listen, I'm just not going to be Patty Boots. My Patty don't look like Drake's. Mine look a little different. <laughs> it can be quite maniacal. Um, but I'm gonna be petty boots. You, I'm gonna be petty boots. Just let it go then. Nope. I'm I am letting it go. I'm letting it go. And my petty boots say that this organi- organization no longer represents that what that that does not represent us. I think that was beautiful how I carried that. But check this out real quick. I'll be right back. I need y'all to repeat after me. Whoever the loudest, I got y'all. Y'all ready? When I say that boy, y'all say bomb. That boy, bomb. That boy, bomb. Yep, I'm back. December the 5th. We will sit down with him. He will be in the lab, sitting in the building, having a conversation with us, talking about what we need to talk about. Um, and that's that. Um got the confirmation it's it's going down so make sure you tune in on december the 5th for um yeah at 9 30 that's right doc see what i'm saying see what i'm saying oh you're just trying to take me out of my putty putty boots mode huh you're trying to stop me from being putty boots i'm also a savage i'm putty and savage like don't play with me Anyway, so um yeah, December the fifth, Bomb will be in the building. Yeah, it's just going down. Okay, so I gotta say some things. See how he keep me on time. See how he keep me on time, and he put he he. This is where we supposed to be at in here. All right. So anyway, first things first. Mind your business, except for media Mondays, and um. Sometimes on a tap and and definitely now, right about now, in these next upcoming weeks, on a wet and wire, I'm telling all the tea and I don't care. So, yeah, come here and we could be nosy together. But outside in these streets, don't be out here being nosy. Don't, don't, don't do it. Just mind your business and come here and we'll be nosy together in a safe environment. Um, and that's it. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, I can't be petty during the Halloween. What? Anyway, let me get to babies and then I get to all of this <laughs> banter afterwards. Love your babies, hug your babies, encourage your babies. You are the first line of, of encouragement, defense, and everything else, dumbass. So do your damn job. You know what I mean? Like, if they want to work for NASCAR, then tell them to be best NASCAR driver, pit boss, or commentator they could be. If they want to work for NASA, then tell them to be the best astronaut, engineer, receptionist, janitor, or secretary they can be. And there's other jobs that we don't necessarily want them to have, but if that's what they choose, then tell them to be the best at those jobs as well. But the point is, encourage them babies to be great. 
tell them babies that they, oh, wrong side, they are the GOAT. They are the greatest of all times. They need that encouragement. And who else is going to give it to them but you? Um, stay in your lane. Because my lane is not your lane and you jump in my lane, you get her. And then I get petty, uh-uh, savage, all of that. All of that. That's that's her. That's what that, 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 that first one, that's what represents petty. Yeah, 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 definitely, for sure. Um, You don't want her. You want her. She's nice, sweet, kind, and cuddly, and all of that good stuff. She is, or at least her. Hey, you big purr. Hey, you big purr. Hey, you big purr. Yes. Hey, you big purr. You want her. You want her, honey, because if I'm purring, cat is a happy, happy, happy girl. She is. All right, let's get to these comments. Oh, and last but not least, and this is where Doc is in my head and all the comments he'd been leaving while I was saying all the stuff I had to say. And right after I said I was, I'm going to be petty boots. Don't worry about the small, minute battles. I got to listen to my own advice. Worry about the war. Although, if you want war, you can get this work. I'm already ready. Let's, I'm locked and loaded. Let's go. But don't worry about the petty battles. Worry about the war. Mom D tells you all the time, there's a war going on outside. No man is safe from it. They also said you can run, but you can't hide forever. And then, but whatever. The point is, don't worry about the battle. Worry about the war. The war is the bigger, bigger picture. You know, I'm taking my own damn advice. Damn. Um, <laughs> I take my own advice. Um, he said, "Yes, I will give you calm. Thank you. I, I need that sometimes. Somehow I gotta do it." Um, petty ain't it during the holiday season? I'm just saying. I was sad about not being petty a little bit. If you want to be petty, should they? Um, if you if you want to be petty, you should be the best. Yes, you want to be petty, be the best. If my kid wants to be petty, I encourage that actually. You want to be petty? Be the best of being petty you could be. Yes, I encourage that. Be petty. Sometimes you got to be petty. Uh, <laughs> hey, you big pair. Ayo, hey, you big pair. Uh-oh, listening to self. Cute. Listen, sometimes I got to listen to myself. I want to be petty, though. I want to be savage. But I, I got to listen to myself. Take my own damn advice. Can't worry about the little battles. Gotta worry about the war. I got bigger, bigger things going on in my life right now. So I'm gonna take my own advice. So therefore, I can give you the advice and ask you to consider the advice because I'm taking my own damn advice. How about that? How about that? Hmm. Huh. And that's that. Um, but yeah. All right, y'all. So I gotta uh Doc, you got me tripping tonight. Yeah, what is going on? What is going on? I got to get up out of here, y'all. I got some chickens to marinate so I can rotisserie the mother suckers tomorrow. I am so pumped about this. I love, I love cooking, but I also love new gadgets. So I'm excited. Um, I'm excited. I'm really excited. Um, So yeah, I got to get up out of here. Doc said queen move. Oh, well, you know. That's the whole thing. So sometimes it sucks to be the queen, though. Um, but anyway, I gotta get up out of here. I love y'all. Be safe. Eat. Eat lots and lots of food. Worry about the calories and all of that shit later. I'm gonna pay for this shit tomorrow, but I'm gonna walk a good eight miles to, to, to balance that shit out. So eat good tomorrow. Enjoy your family members. Spread the love. Don't listen to me what I first said. Don't be petty boots. Just worry about the war, okay? And, um, with that being said, I got to get out of here. I love y'all. Be safe. Good night. Bye.